Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and GroveRoots.com. Don't forget the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, Internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let's inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's loose on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. It is a very happy hour. It is. My name's Johnny Womack. Of course, I have my partner, Crime Deuce. What's up, man? We have two other people joining us tonight. Introduce yourselves to the crowd. Hey, it's uh, Sean Cook, um, moderator of the Grapple Maniacs website. Yes, Grapple Maniacs. Unofficial numbered member of the show. Unofficial Uh, fourth member. Unfourth member. I couldn't remember what number. It's been a long day. (laughs) But Hello. And I'm Brian Alvier. I'm the um, non-official member of the show, but I am the official sexiest member of the show. Agreed. And I just want to say hi. hi. He's saying hi. Uh, I'll we're give him that. He's the sexiest member yes, of the show. Yes, I agree. The sexy I man beast. I agree. Uh, we're the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We're a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And every single episode... Um, starts off with some amazing sponsors. And who do we have tonight, Deuce? Tonight we have Floridinos. Mm -hmm. If you live here in the Polk County area, you know about Floridinos. They've got Mm. three locations, 29400 U.S. Highway 27 here in Lake Hamilton, Florida, which is amazing. Also, they've got their location, which is in front of the Cobb Theater, which is 1919 6th Street, Northwest Winter Haven, Florida. And of course, they got the brand new location, which is 804 East Memorial Boulevard in Lakeland, Florida. And of course, you can find them on the internet at Floridino's Italian Kitchen. And that is F L O R I D I N O S I T A L I A N K I dot com. You want to check them out. They sponsor us tonight for our what we're doing tonight, if you didn't know already. It's going to be our review of the War of the Worlds ROH podcast. But they sponsor us tonight with wings, with pizza muffins. And I want to ask you guys here at the table, because you've been able to experience the love, which is their wings, and their pizza muffins. And what did you guys think here at the table about all that? They were awesome. Very, very oh, delicious. I mean, I'm still eating the wings. So am I. It's five hours later, they're delicious. 
But uh, could you do me a favor and give me the website again? Because I think I missed it. That website again was F L O R D or excuse me, F L O R I D I N O S I T A L I A N K I T H C H E N dot C O N. So that's Floradinos Italian Kitchen dot com. That's right? exactly what it is. But some of us Woo. don't have a spell, and we've had a couple drinks tonight, so Amen. it's very hard to read on a very small phone. But I will say this: those pizza muffins are the bomb dot com, and those wings are the best things we ever had. We had the signature sauce. We had the teriyaki. We had the barbecue. Hot. We had the g- hot garlic parm, which were amazeballs. I don't think anybody in the house was complaining about the food. All the sauces of- were great. All the, the pizza muffins were great. And I believe even Deuce himself, I'm not, you know, he won't brag for himself, but I'll do it for him. While we were eating them, I've never eaten, I've never heard of a pizza muffin. I've never tried a pizza muffin. But while I was, you know, stuffing my face, because I'm a fat ass with the deliciousness that is Floridino's pizza muffins, he was just in the corner being like, I think I like it better than pizza. And I was like, Deuce, you're nuts. Shut up. Nothing's better than pizza. But I get it. They're like little handheld pizza muffins. You can just stuff them in your mouth. And it's like a, it's basically like a slice of pizza rolled up like a cinnamon roll. It's amazing. Check them out. Check, check, check them out. Well, guys, I appreciate it. And I know Michael appreciates it. And I want to say a big Shout out to Zach, which is a manager at the Winter Haven location right out in front of the cop. He is great. He took care of us tonight. He made sure that we had all of our food needs taken care of. And, man, like we all said, that food was D-I-L-E-S-S-H. Delicious. Because I can't spell. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to – he finally admitted it. He cannot spell. I cannot spell. That website, uh, you might not Deuce's be able to post, find because I might not have spelled it right. Yeah. I mean, friend. you can't. Time out. I just want to do not be so hard on Deuce tonight. I'm not being hard on him. I have been feeding him shots, and we've been drinking growlers of of craft beer all night. Growlers. Growlers. Uh, we had a really good night tonight. What did you guys think about the, in, in general, the ROH show? How was it? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, dude, fantastic. Thumbs up. Easily eight and a half, maybe nine out of ten. Thumbs up because it was all about the in-ring performances, and they were spot on. And we'll get into some of those uh, amazing matches that we saw in a little bit. Deuce, what did you think? Yeah, Deuce. Well, I thought, to be honest with you, I thought it was a 9 out of 10. Because getting a, getting a 10 for a pay-per-view is uh, very, very hard. It's not something you get all the time. So uh, I think we should probably go from the bottom to the top talk about each match that I have on our Facebook page which you had to get a very very special invite to get to the uh, Happy Hour Johnny Deuce Facebook page invite to this party. The first match of the night was uh, was a four corner survival match with, now you gotta help me on this because I'm gonna gotcha. butcher his name Kushida there you go. Good job. versus Dalton Castle Mm-hmm. With the boys versus Bobby Fisher, mm-hmm. which fish, ver- just fish, fish, fish. Bobby, Bobby fish. fish. Oh man, if it was a chess match, <laughs> I told totally you, match. Bobby I would have been awesome. pro Bobby Fisher on that one. Yeah. Checkmate. Versus the last real man, Silas Young. There you 
who is my personal favorite. I love Silas Young. Silas He's Young the greatest, is, in my opinion. Peacock, not gonna lie. Well, Peacock was out of sight tonight. Who was? Uh, I mean, like we said before. For those who don't know, he's a former collegiate champion um, back in college, so he has that in-ring acumen. So he's really developed his character uh, in the la- I would say the last five years. Yeah, and he's also just like his going back to his character. Yep. He's super flamboyant, over the top, awesome. And he's and like ambiguous. I think he's Ryan really great. said it. He was a uh, he's like a cross between Jack Black meets David Bowie. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If they had a sexy baby that wrestled, <laughs> I would. That's what I said earlier. And another thing, this is my first ROH. Uh, slash um, NJ, uh, NWJP uh, pay-per-view experience, I didn't realize that there was a lot less um, fanfare. It was just down uh, to business. Right to, they cut down to business, walk down, a little bit of music, get in the ring. But the Peacock, even with his little bit of time, he still put on an amazing in-ring just like walk, like – he had how many peacocks? Like twenty peacocks. Like that was amazing. Twenty, I think. Jeez, I counted twenty. I yeah. Well, let me. I saw peacocks everywhere. Let me give you across the table high five because this is my first pay per view that we bought from ROH because I became a believer at the ROH show, which we saw the live show, which mm-hmm. was a supercard of honor. Supercard, supercard of honor uh, eleven. Yes. And as soon as I saw that, I told Johnny, I said, the next paper you have, we're getting into the house. Period. So you watched it once. I believe it was in Lakeland, right? Right before yes, WrestleMania. Lakeland Center. And, and before it's that, I, I, hadn't, I had very little ROH experience. After that, I'd been watching every single show. Hooked. I was hooked. I was hooked. I was hooked like a big mouth bass. Why? Man. Can I ask you why? What, what hooked you? To that, as opposed to like a WWE or an NXT or because uh, these guys in ROH are they fight and they get to that ring and they act like this is the last show they will ever wrestle. Like they go out and they go, excuse my French, balls to the wall. They go that was English. Yeah, that was English. They go all out, and I was like, man, if these guys are going all out at this pay per view. I've got to get the next one. And I was hooked. I was a believer after that. So I was like, okay, I'm in. I can agree with that completely. Like I said, I've never really watched much. But there was one match in particular that we'll get to that I feel epitomizes exactly what Deuce is saying right now. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But so that first match, the uh, was it four corner? The four corner, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, how do you guys feel about that match? There was a lot of really good action. Um Things you would see from it with a different meshing of styles because not everybody was the same style. You right. had one guy that was, you know, that traditional Japanese with Kushida. Then you had um, who came out in a Yankees outfit. By yeah, the way. He was playing that was the, interesting. He was playing I was yeah. really hoping. I said, like I said earlier, you I thought had, they wanted him to come out I and say to, he was young I, round. Or I wanted to be, round I wanted his name to be short round. Short round. One of the rounds. A reference to the young Chinese boy in you know Temple of Doom because I have no frame of reference. But I was like, oh my god, Chinese guy wearing Yankee memorabilia. I'm like short <laughs> round. That's what I think of, and I don't feel like anyone else. You know, outside of the norm, would have thought any different. It's just pop culture. Yeah. Yep. You think Chinese guy in a Yankees hat? You think short rounds? Yeah, right. That's more my it brain is, goes It to. is pop culture, and uh, pop culture imitates life. Pop yes. culture is what yes, pays our genre. bills. So no, we totally, totally get that. Yeah, uh, but no, I thought the match was good. Um, it's it's a cool juxtaposition between Salas Young and. Um, 
the Peacock uh, Dalton Castle because they're both like they're both one's a man's man like really like you know like du- like Deuce said he's like you know grounded. Silas and, Young is like your uncle basically. Right. He's like your he's got a big old stash. Uncle. He's got a ponytail. Yeah, you like, know the I guys are brawler. That guy, that guy. You don't know is, my uncle. My uncle's a lot more like the Peacock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, my <laughs> uncle is more like Silas Young, like a drunken like I'm gonna whoop your ass and make sure that you know what. But he, life I is think about. my uncle will be attracted to your uncle. Not gonna lie. Yeah, okay, so uh, <laughs> but, I don't know. Silas Young comes across to me more like the, 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 your your stepdad, your mom, like your third, your mom's third husband. <laughs> You're not my real dad. Silas. Yeah. <laughs> You're not my real dad, Silas. Yeah, he, and he doesn't let you stay up late to watch Leno. No, so no. Oh, wait, what, what year is it? Like I don't know. Five it's years. been a long time. Uh, but uh, no, but the thing is, Don Castle, he is so you know in ring. I mean, he's. He's he's so like well versed and he knows everything he's he doing. He is that really rare character that's kind of like a throwback to. I'm gonna I'm gonna date myself a little bit. The guy's like Adrian Street from like the, like the eighties. Mm-hmm. Super flamboyant. Right. He's got you don't really know where he's coming from from a sexual standpoint. He's very ambiguous. Ambiguous. But it works, the word. and ROH fans, who are some of the hardest fans to win over, absolutely <laughs> love ah, that the guy. hardest fans. Hey, oh, gosh. oh. That's, hey, that's why they call themselves the Boner Squad, I guess. I don't know. But no, it was a really good match all around. I think everyone had had a chance to showcase what they could do in the ring. No, absolutely. Uh, uh, even Silas Young, you and I were talking, Sean, about you know how you did that, or you know Arabian Press. You know he does a guy of his stature. You wouldn't think he would be doing like a, you know, wh- wh- who did the we were talking about who was doing the move originally, or so that was the Arabian Press was something like something Sabu would do. It's Sabu, yeah, from ECW, what he would do. So it's it's it was interesting to kind of see that, and of course. Uh, Don Castle got the victory uh, with uh, a very interesting helicopter spin f- uh, face his buster. That's his new move now? The, no, he's been doing it the bangerang. The bangerang, yeah. that's what oh, it's called. Oh, Rufio. Yeah, yes. the bangerang. Uh, but it's a really great move. It looks powerful. It puts people in their place. Uh, and he won, and he was dominant. And his boys, his his boys, uh, not them boys to get them confused. No, his boys. You know, those his are boys. coming later. Yeah. His now boys. We'll mark out those boys. Did someone come out after his victory and like put him in his place though after he won? If I'm not mistaken. No, not not much. Not that I remember. Not that I can see either. Well, then I apologize. I may be completely wrong. No. Whoa, no apologies needed. Johnny will edit this out later. I will. I'll keep Probably it all not. in. But I think I'm right. <laughs> Probably not. It's late. Probably I not. thought someone came in and like kicked him in the face and knocked him down. So if you're listening to this, you know who that person was. So <laughs> you can. You Even though we sat here and watched it for three hours, none of us remember. But it was like like hours ago when yeah. this match happened. So forgive us if we don't remember but every the detail. The one guy we need to not. We can't forget this guy. Uh, Bobby Fish. Oh, Bobby Fish is Bobby amazing. Bobby Fish yeah. is like one of the greatest current wrestlers they have. And he was the difference of style. Mainly, he was the striker of the match. Sure, yeah. And the submission artist. I mean, he did really well, too. Uh, in the end, it is, like we said, it was Dalton Council. He has a great look to him. Uh, yeah. You know, he's 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 really going with that, like, I wouldn't say we, we talked about it during the we kinda were watching like vaudeville style look, kind of look, you yeah, know, with his little. Hey, but I also kinda, feel like that I, might be the future of ROH. Like they put this oh, yeah. match, like, hey, sure. we don't have a place for you on the card, but right. we're going to put you he's here. A, so you gotta look you've at got he, some place. He's in the been future. on the forefront with the company for a while. He's been the world champion, been yep. the TV champion, been the yep. tag team champion. I but, also uh, feel like he plays a mean game of chess. He probably absolutely. 
But Probably I feel like there's something else uh, earlier in the show that Bobby Fischer me to believe checkmate that Bobby Fish plays a mean game of chess. Sure does. Check. So, uh, Deuce, what was the next match on your card yes. via Facebook? The next match on the card via Facebook, which was in the very private uh, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce Facebook page, was uh, Bryant versus sitting down in a chair for longer than 30 seconds, which I think you I dominated that. I dominated that. You did. You dominated that. I sat down for the most part, either inside or outside, where with a clear view of the exactly. TV, uh, the TV with a you cigarette in my it, mouth. I wasn't it. jittering around. I think I, I destroyed that. Kudos, Steve, <laughs> sir. Kudos. Now here was the guns. next match of the night, which I think one of these people totally destroyed, and it was Johnny versus Dad Jokes, and uh, Johnny <laughs> totally killed. Dad jokes. Totally did. He always does. He does. He does. And okay. don't forget, we're we're going through our card, uh, the actual card for the ROH uh, event, but we're also going through uh, the VIP. <laughs> the VIP hour, only uh, if you were here for the very hand selected show that you know what this card is. So. You know, we're throwing in the, the our jokes, but we're also throwing in what really happened. And I Absolutely. Think, I think we need to explain something about Johnny. Oh, shit. We pick on real. Johnny about the dad jokes. Granted, most of the time they're funny. But what a dad joke is, it's something that makes you go, I don't want to laugh. And you have to give, give that groan first. You're like, oh, Johnny made a joke. I'm, I'll tell you guys about it when we get to that match. But it pretty much was the dad joke of the night. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hands All right, down. cool. Yay, dad jokes. So, so dad jokes next? can be funny. Oh, okay. Can. Let's just make sure we, hey, we, di we differentiate that. Don't get me wrong. Every single one of Johnny's dad jokes were solid. Yeah. So don't, solid. don't let me. Uh, solid solid like that Klondike solid bar. Dad <laughs> solid dad jokes. Johnny. So, like that Klondike bar. Yum. We have actually toned it down a lot. There yeah. are other people who would like to rag on you um, about those jokes. Unfortunately, he didn't, he didn't show tonight, and that would be Nate. He's the worst offender about right Exactly. And that's why uh, Nate versus habitual status for parties did not show. So uh, habitual status won uh, the uh, no-show. So uh, no show for Nate being maybe status totally won. So, so what uh, was the next uh, what was the next official The next official match was the heavy metal rebel Frankie Kazarian wow. versus Hangman Page. <laughs> we were talking before the show, like how pretty Hangman Page is. Totally, like that he's guy is dreamy. He, he, dreamy is a good word to describe him. Like he's just—he's got the baby blue eyes. He's got the Leonardo DiCaprio uh, Titanic haircut going on, but he's got the scruff. So he's like—he's got that bad boy look, you know? It's like I'm serious. Like he, a lot of—I don't know. I have no idea who you're talking. Okay, about Hangman right Page—he's he, a guy. His that gimmick, was when you were outside smoking. His gimmick, no, that's not true. That was the second match of the night. His care. his gimmick is he has a hangman's noose around his neck. Yes, you remember he's a that gorgeous guy. man. He is. <laughs> Why did not buy his T-shirt? No offense. He's a gorgeous man. Because it was Bullet Club and it had a hangman's noose. I'm yeah. like, I live in Polk County and I can't walk around in a T-shirt with a hangman's noose because that'll go Enough over said. like a turd in like a punch bowl. Enough said. Yep. Yeah. Enough said. Uh, but but Frankie, oh, Thursday, but Frankie but anyway. Kazarian uh, has definitely been a workhorse for uh, Ring of Honor for years. No, he uh, has been, and he's been a workhorse for years. Yep. Period. Right. Let, let's give a big shout out for to Frankie Kazarian because he's been working in TNA for a long time. Mm -hmm. He's been working in ROH for a long time. The guy can work. And prime example, the interview we had with Punishment Martinez 
he even said it in the match. He's like, hey, when I've got a match with Frankie Kazarian, I know it's an easy day at work because I know that he's going to help carry me and it's going to be a good match. Well, he's he's a good, solid performer. He protects himself and others in the ring. And you know you're going to get it, um, you know, he, you know, when he's in the ring, he's he's going to have a set of moves that he does really well, and he's going to execute them really well, and he's also going to make you look good in the process. So, I think Frankie Kazarian, uh, you know, he's he's obviously in the last few years have been teamed up with uh, uh, Christopher Daniels. Daniels, the Fallen Angel, uh, the Ring of Honor World Champion, uh, and they've, you know, he did this little stint where he was like, "Hey, gotcha! I'm in Bullet Club, but I'm not really in Bullet Club," and that was that was fun for a couple of weeks. But, you know, overall, his character has been this tough working guy, you know, in the ring. And uh, he ended up winning the match with uh, his uh, cutter. Is that correct? If I remember correctly. Didn't no, he, he did not win the match. Actually. He didn't win no, the match. Adam Page won the match with a spot in a corner where he held the ropes and it was like a, he sat down on the sunset. Floor. He must have did the cutter in the move. Did, I did remember him doing the cutter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he lost the match. Yeah. But he did match, so though, good that I minutes. thought he won the match. So yeah. there you go. And it's late, but it's been hours. But, but he did really well in the match. Both both people worked well with each other. I don't know a lot about Hangman Page too much, to be honest with you. I haven't seen him work a lot. Other than he's an attractive man. <laughs> he's a very he's attractive man. He's got the man. dreamy blue eyes. He does. That, that's, that, I'll that never gaze. let you go. I'll yeah. never let you go. So. Smoldering good And he's a member of the Bullet Club. And he's a member of the Bullet Club, yeah. Uh, he, he's, he's been doing a lot of PR stuff for the Bullet Club, and he's kind of like the – he's like a mouthpiece for the, you know, for the Bullet Club and comes out and helps other Bullet Club members and whatnot, so – uh, but it was good to see him in the ring. He did well. So, but uh, any other comments on the match, guys? No, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. And as someone that's never watched RH before, like, um, I just was enthralled with just the action in the ring. Like, it's just they don't mess around. We're just gonna do what we came to do. It's not gonna be showy. It's just gonna be. It looks like we're two dudes trying to kill each other. And I really, really enjoyed it. And that was a really good match because, like you said earlier. Uh, Kazarian is a is that, am I saying that right? Kazarian, yeah. yep. Yeah, man, I'm good. You're good. Um, you know, he's a consummate professional. Excellent work and, choices. Uh, it was just a good overall match. You know what I mean? A solid, solid match. Solid match. Three out of five stars. Deuce, what's next on the list of matches? The next real match. The next was, real match. The real was match. Was a triple threat. Triple threat. Non-title. Non-title. IWGP heavyweight tag team champions with War Machine. Versus Lowe's, and I'm going to butcher this. Just say in, Evil and Sonata. No, it was Incorrigibles. D. Giappano. Just say Evil and Sonata, please. Evil, <laughs> Just say Evil and Sonata. It's just okay. easier that way. No evil and Sonata versus Search and Destroy, which was Jonathan Graham and Chris Sabin with Alex Shelley. But it's not Lowe's Incorrigibles? No. <clears throat> no, it's just really kind of – I just don't want to – I can't say it either, so it's really just a butchering. It's all good. But yeah. I'm not going to lie. That match was phenomenal, man, Evil. because I'm a big fan of the Motor City Machine Guns. So when they came out, I was like, this is really, really cool. And I'm like, hey, what is going on without Shelly? Because he was in the outside. And then you told me that basically this new guy, John Who, who told who? Like, John. John, okay. I just want to make sure John the audience like, knows. Hey, man, this new guy, Jonathan Graham, is basically kind of like the third member now at the Motor City Machine well, Guns. Yeah, am I right he, or am he, I wrong he's, on that? Saban, Saban and Shelly have separate tag team partners in Japan. Really? Yes. But they're aware. Okay. Uh, Shelly has a tag team partner. They go by the name of the uh, Time Splitters. 
That's the true. Italian oh splitters. my god, that's an amazing video game that's franchise right. that needs so, to be yeah. brought back. The time splitters, yeah. <laughs> time splitters. An amazing gaming franchise yeah. that needs to be brought back. It does. Right. Yeah. Real quick. That's what they're, they're called. The time splitters. Time splitters. Okay. And then, uh, but they were wearing. The, but he was wearing the colors of the mo- so yeah, for the audience wearing, for the Motor the City Machine well, they Gun all colors. Were, they were all in the all same colors, so I thought right. they were all three the Jonathan same team. Jonathan Gresham and Chris Saban is Search and Destroy, like you said, or Seek and Destroy. No, search uh, and destroy? man. Either way, Search and Destroy. Yeah. Yes. And. So I want to talk about the entrance real quick uh, with uh, Evil and Sonata. Like, Evil kind of had, like, that whole, like, mask on. Mm-hmm. Then he had, like, the upside-down cross. I mean, that dude was legit. Yeah, when he came out with that, I was, I was like, like, holy shit, because this is Polk County, and we don't play with that shit. So I was like, what kind of upside-down Jesus is he worshiping with that? <laughs> like, we ain't got time for that. We don't. So I was like, is he going to wrestle in that? Because if he does, I hope he gets Jesus he kicked well, in the face. In I have plenty of time for it. I'm not from Polk County. Truth. But he took it off. He took it off when he got in the ring. Yeah. He didn't wrestle there, the, obviously, the, so. this is uh, the, the big thing about this night was it's War of the Worlds. It was the it Ring was. of Honor versus the New Japan Pro Wrestling. And it, yes. really great competition on both sides. No, I think, like I, I said before, when we got this pay-per-view, I said this is going to be great just because of the mere fact that I don't know much about New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I'm like, this is a great way to kind of like sell that to me. To be like, hey... These are the guys you know for Ring of Honor. And these are the guys from New Japan. And it kind of puts them all together, which is yeah. why they call it the War of the Worlds, which I think was perfect. I think the whole, from top to bottom, I think this pay-per-view was perfect because it gave us a little bit of them, a little well, bit of us. You also got to think, too, this might be the first time some Ring of Honor people uh, have seen New Japan, you know, and this is their first foray. First time I saw New Japan. So for them, it's like, all right, open the doors, you know, because Ring of Honor is a lot of tight-knit group of, you know, the internet wrestling community and whatnot. There's a lot of people that, like, follow a lot of the independent scenes, and some of them oh, may yeah. have not have <laughs> access or may have not have seen New Japan, oh, and yeah. this is a great way to spotlight both brands and, and why both brands are, uh, you know, Reputable and, and whatnot. So, how did that match finish up, and what did you guys think about the finish? Uh, well, war- before we get, this is the match I was referencing to Johnny's dad joke. Oh gosh, you know, um, one of the members of War Machine, where the tag team champions Hanson, was doing a spot where he was running from corner to corner, clotheslining um, a couple of the guys from the you match. Said it was on loop. You're like, oh my yeah, god, he kept going back and forth. He, he did it like ten times. He kept, and Johnny thought it was a really wise comment to make and it's actually the funny dad joke of the night and he just goes huh Hanson umbop I just kind of looked at him and he goes you get it right I go yeah I get it so I, I call go, I called it the umbop that, that's where this I went move. I internally I went which by the way I externally is laughed is there a way to insert off. the uh, wheel of, uh, not the wheel of fortune price of right that Okay. But okay, I Johnny, I thought this. it was funny. By the way, because uh, my good buddy who sent with me right here, uh, Brian, knows. Me. Yes, of course, you, because I'm pointing to you, you dickhead. Um, this is audio. We no one can tell who you're pointing at. Yes. But they actually have a craft beer now, which is called Um Hop. Which is actually very, very good. So if we're going to yeah, throw he's, he's out. Right. I don't know if it's good, but it does exist. No, I've, I've actually had it at the right uh, Food and Wine Festival. Yeah. Who has it? 
Hanson. Hanson. The, the, the band. Seriously. The band. He's not yeah. joking. I'm actually that not is joking. That is, I mean. They're all illegal age to drink I now, mean, I guess. That is, I mean, what else can you do, to be quite honest? Oh, exactly. But I'm just saying, because I've had it at Epcot Food and Wine Festival, it's Oom Hop. And it's a great beer. It's a very hoppy beer, but you would enjoy it. That's why I threw Shout it out there. Shout out to Hanson. Exactly. Shout out to Hanson. They want to know where, the, where is the love. People I can now include in a text and in a tweet for this episode. Um hop. So. Um hop. And just so they can battle with the Hootie and the Blowfish beer, too. So that Hootie and the Blowfish beer. I know. I brought some here down. once. It's delicious. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, going back. Uh, what did you guys think about the finish? Uh, I thought it was a good match. War Machine, uh, uh, it's great. Uh, it's great because, uh, for those who don't know, War Machine just, I'd say maybe like a month ago, they picked up the IWGP uh, Tag Team Championships. Uh, and for those that don't follow New Japan, what that means is internet, uh, or I'm sorry, International Wrestling Grand Prix, which is what IWGP stands for. And it's a huge you know, honor in Japan to receive these titles. There's, I think there's like six different titles you can win. And the fact that they allow other outside promotions to come in, like Ring of Honor, you know, right. they have that great relationship. Right. To be able to come in and win the titles is a huge deal. And it shows faith in Ring of Honor, and it shows faith in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And that's what I keep saying over and over again, but that's like the common theme of tonight. It's how both brands tag together, you know, literally and figuratively, and how they, you know, did a great job of promoting, you know, why it's important to follow both brands. And uh, be able to have that uh, cross-promotion with the, you know, IWGP really kind of helps sell Ring of Honor and New Japan. I cool. really enjoyed the bow at the very end because uh, someone yes. that was said cool, that right? That was very, very Not familiar cool. with Ring of Honor and or the Japan style of wrestling. Like, it was really cool to see that, you know, that... Uh, respect. That, you know, they were paying respect. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they dominated, and it was a good match. Yeah. So, uh, deucey deuce. The deuce is loose. What was next on the card? The next match on the card was Bailey Vay, a.k.a. <laughs> Bailey Vay Cosplay versus Acceptable Volume. And F-words in front of children. Well, she won the F-words part because there were no kids here. <laughs> there were no children here, so she won that. And I actually think, and we love her to death, Bailey Vay and her boyfriend. Joseph is, Kraft. Who is a, a Twitter person. Joseph Kraft uh, HD. Thank you. Um, on, he, Twitch. on Twitch. On Twitch. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. He's a Twitcher. Not just a Twitterer and a, a YouTuber <laughs> and a twatter. So he's on Twitch. So uh, and yeah, he does a lot of streaming and stuff on his PC. He's a really awesome guy. And and he's very knowledgeable of gaming. And I might say he strikes a reasonable resemblance to CrossFit Jesus, Seth Rollins. He does. He's he does. got a really nice epic beard. And, and Jesus as a whole. Um, well, I actually yeah, I the like whole he does time a lot more like Jesus. I actually tried to uh, mind my words and mind my looks because I was afraid that I might get the old school curb stomp, the old <laughs> move they used curb to stomp. That's if true. I might have yeah, gotten out of line. Yeah, truth. So uh, that was actually pretty good. But you know I what else is good? Drinks, I would have offered him to do some some fancy tricks that Jesus is known for, but I didn't. You know what's really good is our sponsors, and we're going to take a small break, and we'll be right back with the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. 
Retro Game Treasures amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. And what what do listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with the happy hour with Johnny Deuce. Of course, I'm Johnny. I'm a main man Deuce. Got the founder of Grapple Maniacs and all around amazing guy and unofficial fourth member. Amazing Sean guy. Sean Cook. Kind. Hello. And we have our amazing new bestie, Brian. Unofficial fifth member. I feel like, man, my title sucks. No, We've but got, you. No, what else do you want me to say? Unofficial the, fourth member, the. You know, founder of Grapple Maniacs and the guy Brian. with the guy with amazing hair, great beard, <laughs> Brian, <laughs> yeah. who no, is also a hugs. one of the four of let us. Me, so. uh, let me, the sexiest uh, let member. Me, let me cut at this, this table. Weak tea that we've been giving you. Let's let's call him the unofficial fifth member. Unofficial fifth member. You got I the mean, title I'm of the okay night. With that. Yeah. Are you okay with I'm that? I'm okay with that. Wait a minute. I, I, we're doing a live. Technically, he we're doing a live. Who's the third member? Brandy's Brandy, an actual wife. Member. Oh, so no, all right, you're I in mind. Yeah. Well, I don't know why I came up with six. My bad. I haven't even. So been you're, you've tonight. been dubbed by the happy hour. Uh, uh, unofficial fifth member. Unofficial. I feel like it should member. be a christening or some or uh, some sort right, of like we, angelic noise. We'll Trust that, me, we'll I'll mushroom stamp you later tonight. <laughs> and, and He's gonna mushroom stamp you. Did you hear that, folks? Not my first rodeo, big dog. I'll give mushroom stamp you and give you a little bit cup of douche juice. Time for grapple maniacs. I mean, I can't. I can't help it. It's awesome. I hear it. Funny story. But I'm okay with that. Funny yeah, story. I was watching an episode of Animaniacs, and that's when I came up with the idea for. Well, the there you go. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. No. <laughs> I don't know why I got I a like, high voice like hey, that. Hey, I might be damn So, all right. Like we're going we're through all of the ROH matches of the night What's tonight. What's the next match there, dude? Uh, what is the next match? We I just finished up the with the... next match of the night is... War Machine 1. honest with you, I think this may be my favorite match of the night. Oh, we're I'm, getting to what we think we're If it's the match that I think you're going to say, I will tend to agree with you, but I don't know if it it's... It is Will Ospreay versus Jay White. Oh, that match went in the mat, basically like, hey, let's try not to murder each other, but get as close as we can, because those guys almost, A, killed them uh, each other about six times. Straight up traumatizing each other. No, they traumatized each other multiple times. There was two or three times where we paused the match and we're like, Oh shit! I don't think they hit that move right. Like they hit it right, but it was Stiff. so close to yeah. breaking a neck. I was like, 
Well, let's Woo! let's break it down real quick. I, I feel real quick. Yes, like I am best to describe the amazingness of this match. Sure. Because a, I have no ROH experience. There you go. I have very yeah. little Japanese experience, but I also brought someone with me that has absolutely no wrestling experience. The amazing Amanda Palmer, who's sitting in the background and listening, while this match was going on. Not only were all of the wrestling geeks in the house freaking out, I was freaking out. And she was like, oh, my God, this is kind of amazing. That's how good that match was. Someone that's never watched wrestling was like, how are these human beings, A, doing this to their bodies? That's ironic. And B, at such a high Level, because it was, you know, I watch a fair amount of wrestling, especially now because I'm trying to get back into the swing of things. I've been trying to catch up after years of not watching, but this match was just a clinic on just viciousness, brutality, in-ring storytelling. It was just gorgeous to watch. And I may be wrong, but I will let Sean and the always gorgeous Johnny and his gorgeous job. beautiful hair. Let me know if pump I'm wrong. Guys, pump, what do you guys think? Pump for days. Basically, what you just said, how they revived. I know I'm beautiful. Brutal to watch. It was also probably one of the most beautiful matches I've it ever was, seen. It was. It really was. These two guys. A Spanish fly right there. We're actually, ironically, we're watching like a, a the actual like review. The show is playing in the background while we're talking. These guys. I'm going to correct him and say it's cause coincidental. It's not ironic because I don't want anyone that's like really into words to like just, give a it shit. It just happens to be. Truth. But, these two, truth. but like I was saying, these two guys are just like. Would you guys arts. say this is a five star match? Um, very yes. close to uh, one. I'm gonna go one step beyond. It's a six star match. Six star it's match. Not just because Osprey is Osprey and Jay White. Jay White's relatively unknown still. Did I not say during the match? I really want to hear what Met, what uh, Meltzer, what what he says about this match afterwards. Yeah. Because you know Meltzer's gonna shit on. He's just, you he's think a, so? He's, he's very. A, he's known for like being not, kind of like a, you know. I rather hit, listen to guys that are a little bit more abrasive about the matches. Like I don't know if you guys are familiar with Dave Lagreca. Yep. Um, he has a show on XM called Busted Open with Bully Ray, and he is. Well, I, I'm a novice, but, and I, I I will I will tend to lean okay. in the sense where most of our listeners are maybe novices. But um, I know that Meltzer's like kind of like the big dude in like wrestling ratings. But that's just me. Like I said, I'm not as I'm, I will never claim to be as professional as Johnny and or Sean and or the deuce when it comes to wrestling. I, uh, I've just been a fan a long time. But my first thought was I can't wait to hear what people think about this match in general. And everyone here thought it was fucking amazing. Yeah, it was, it was just watching a, art. a lot of amazing spots. I mean, oh. that match, that move right there, the Tazplex. Tazplex, yeah. Insane. I don't care what people say, Meltzer, whatever, about how many stars it is. I watch it myself, and then I, you know, now if Meltzer says, hey, this is a five-star match, I will go and I will look for it so I can watch it myself. But I agree with that. I don't. I can't sit here and let somebody else judge for me a match. I need to judge it myself. But I'll tell you right now, those two guys just, they destroyed, they knocked out of the park. 
what they can do. I mean, and they I, were hitting some hard shots too. I mean, some strong. I mean, we're hard shots. The, the every single spot they had in the match, I we thought have they to, almost killed each other. Well, we all have to admit, like that that match where the move where uh, I don't remember what the move was, but it was some sort of slam where where Jay White lifted. Um, Osprey onto the side of the ring. Oh, it was a brain buster. The, 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 yeah, the, the yeah. brain buster onto the side of the from the outside it was like of the just, ring. Like, just it, cradled it, him underneath. It was insane. That that looked that was a rough spot. I literally and, thought somebody might have died. And it's one of those matches that just left the crowd drained. Yeah, yeah. it kind of took the crowd a little. In my opinion, took them a little bit to get back into it because they were just like they were. The this is awesome chance. All, all through it, yeah. We yep. got the holy shit. Yep. Holy shit. We yep. got you we got the gotten, fight for Yeah, we got we had all I the chance. They look at it and they, when that one spot happened, everybody just went it just a hush came over the crowd. And yep. this is really thought someone got hurt. This isn't the WWE where people are throwing those chants around all willy nilly. These are like you know, these are, these are fans, yeah. That fans. know what they're watching. On top of that, let's add to that. They're in the Hammerstein Ballroom, which is Amen, one of the holy grounds. Holy grounds. Yes. <laughs> Amen, brother. It's true. The, it's one of the holy grounds of professional wrestling. Like, when you wrestle there, that used to be where ECW used to that wrestle. That was Raw's first uh, night from now. Yeah, yeah, that was their first couple of years. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, like, when you wrestle there, like, you're, you yep. better bring your shit. Because yep. if you come, you know, half-cocked, Never want to come half you out of the building. You, you don't want to get booed in the ballroom. No. Seriously, so it's uh yeah, the ballroom. The Hammerstein is one of the two holy grails in New York City. With that is with there and Madison Square, Square Garden. Garden. Yeah, MSG. So that's how you know, Good old like, you MSG in professional wrestling. You're gonna be one of those two places. Yeah, it's it's awesome, but great match. Uh, I agree, Sean. I, I think it's the now, match was fantastic. Do we think it was? I I mean, I don't want to spoil the rest of the evening. Easily matching the night. But do we think it was matching the Absolutely. night? Absolutely. I feel like down. there's no question. Well, I think it's the same thing, and, and it has to do with the the athleticism of both competitors. But we said the same thing when the three of us were, uh, Deuce and Sean, when we were at Supercard of Honor 11. Yeah. We, when Will Ospreay had that, that tag team match, it it was so hard. The, the crowd was so into it that it, it, the, the crowd kind of went down. You just get drained. You get drained, I mean, I mean, and like – it's human. When you're out there, I mean, you're when like, you see this stuff, I mean, it's <laughs> insane. Just, when you see these guys giving every inch of their physical they, being, like, I mean, we're not talking, like, good spots and people not getting, like, Will Osprey left battered and bruised, and you could watch it throughout the match. When you see these when guys. He left, he looked punch drunk. Yeah, when you see these guys. Throw their, they, you know, somebody called him a, a, what was the word, spot whore? Spot monkey. Spot, spot monkey. monkey. Yeah. Which is a term, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of a novice to this. I've never heard this before. But I get it. And watching this, and it was just breathtaking. And Poetry someone else emotion, you know? that had never watched wrestling was just in shock at how amazing this match was. And she'd been here the entire time watching all of the other matches. So this match was something special. And I hope that it is remembered as something special. It was like art, you know, like a poetry in motion. I mean, both of the guys this had respect. This was the match when the dude came out afterwards and just started beating people's asses. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, it was uh, your guy that was. You guys had him on your show recently. Punishment Martinez uh, came yeah, in. Our boy Punishment, Punishment Martinez came in here and cleaned some shit up. If uh, I'm not mistaken, what he does? I think We're he does. Find the guy's out a monster. Thirty seconds, but the guy is six feet yeah. six. He's the tallest four. Hispanic I've ever seen in my entire life. That's racist. I'm just saying. That's seven four. 
Well, I'll have to meet your dad. <laughs> As we're all just kind of looking at the screen, waiting for it to happen again. No, this is totally correct. I'm, I'm, I'm right. You're right. right. There he is. There's right. Punishment. Right. There he is. There Our is boy Punishment boy Martinez. Yeah. I mean, the dude Martinez is just watching it again on the replay. Face. Just destroys He's people. a big dude. Big yeah. guy. I didn't know he was Hispanic. Well, I'm assuming. Ben. With the last name Martinez. How did he I know that? He, he could have been Irish. We don't know. But Maybe the cool. But the cool thing is, we got to interview him. If you have not seen, not listened to that episode, you need to go back and check out. Um, episode 268, uh, and that is the episode uh, we interviewed Punishment Martinez. Great guy. Uh, really, he's really developed his character. He's only been around for about a year in the Ring of Honor, so like he's really kind of really grown uh, within himself. And, of course, you get to see the South of Heaven chokeslam, which is brutal. Like, we talked about it on the – there it is again. And it, you just take out the guy, and you're, he's – the guy looks like they're gone, you know what I mean? It's fantastic. So, uh, great match, uh, great finish, great interruption, great distraction. Uh, all around, just a great uh, match. Yeah, it had everything. It had everything it, you wanted. The run-in didn't take away from it. And that was, was the great thing. Kind of it's like you had two guys fighting that, you know, they, they didn't do the heel face thing at the end. They shook hands. But then you had the guy come in that was like, no, this isn't uh, how it's supposed to be. That. I'm here to kick the shit out of everybody and everybody. Yep. Anybody and everybody. I'm here to do this thing. And Punch Martinez did that thing. He was, was awesome. Great. What's next, Deuce, on the list? The next match was a triple threat match, which one of the opponents was not here, and it's Jason versus Deuce versus Narcolepsy. So, uh, Deuce, as you can hear on this podcast, did not uh, fall out with Narcolepsy. You didn't? You did a great job. Uh I, I was awake you, for all of it. I don't so. know if you normally do, but uh, my first wrestling experience was at WrestleMania last year. Or and not last I year, or a couple months ago. Falling asleep. Just a month and he fell asleep like two hours in. And we posted the big To be week. fair, the show was on a Friday. He wasn't all tuckered out from the weekend. So no, the, I was tuckered out from the Ring of Honor show from Supercard of Honor. Because I had had a... Hell of a night at that show. I mean, so, we know because that's what brought you to like Ring of Honor. Oh, I love Ring of Honor now. Ring so, of what Honor. was the next official match? And the next official match was uh, now you're gonna have to help me on this, uh, Johnny Hiroshi Hiroki Goto. Okay, versus Adam Cole, oh. baby. That's not right. Not Adam Cole. It was the Haruki Goto Rocky R- RPG and Vice versus, uh, and um, the Briscoes and Bully Ray for the six yeah man the six man tag six man tag title. I've got versus them boys versus them boys that you were talking about all night long. <laughs> all night long. Even says it. Right. No, no, but this is what no, we're seeing on the screen. Right. Uh, Haruki Goto Hiroshi. RPG Vice. So. So six-man tag. Six we man, were asking you about this. I've never experienced a six-man tag match before, not in the sense where it's three v like three. Like yeah, 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 not for a title. That's never. But it's I'm, something that hasn't really been around for about I years almost. Didn't know that three people could hold the tag championships. I mean, I guess the it's new a day. Specific? No, it's not your traditional tag team title. Yeah, it's, it's a tag team title specifically sanctioned for three-man teams. So they Which all get a title. Something I was very new to, and the match was yeah. amazing. Uh, 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 Bully Ray, if I'm not mistaken, Bully because Ray's, I know yep. I know him Hell of a man. as Bubby as Bubba Ray Bubba from Ray back Bubba. in the day. Die, yep. You know, 3D and all the yeah, you know Dolly him, boys, him, Devon, and Spike. Spike. 
Yeah. Who apparently is a teacher now, if I'm not mistaken. He's always been a teacher. He, yeah. Um, Surprisingly. But he came out. He cut a pretty nice promo right at the beginning of the match. He did, yeah. And then uh, also deemed the match to be no DQ. No, yeah. Which is cool. I love Because Deuce lost his shit. Because he was like, if I don't see a table on fire... It ain't worth it. If I'm not Which mistaken, we did not see. But anyway, uh, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Get ahead of yourself, sir. Yeah. But that's what you yelled when you first heard him cut the promo. Yeah, because he's like, "Hey, this is no DQ match." I'm like, "We're lighting a table on fire because I love dim boys." And then he the got up goes. and lit a they table on fire. And it, was, it was worrisome. Because our our, our I just uh, lit a table in my front yard. Do we? Have our fire code is not up to snuff. They aren't. They aren't up to snuff here in Polk County. They would not have let me do that. But I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Holy shit balls! We've this match is going to the next level." Now it sounds like we're we're kind of glazing over RPG Vice, but they actually two of the members are actually IGP Junior Tag Team Champions. So they're you know they've got their own championship status in their own right. So uh, they obviously they weren't up for grabs of their titles, but the six man tag match from ROH was. Uh, and would you guys think of, of an intro Rapungi Vice? Rapungi so. <laughs> Vice. I mean, I think this match was, uh, like I said, I have no frame of reference. I'm very new, but this match was brutal. It was. A lot of like, chair shots to the uh, face, right? For Tossing them. For someone that uh, hasn't watched a lot of overseas wrestling and hasn't watched a lot of independent wrestling, I'm getting into that now. Um, it was just fun. It reminded me a lot of the Attitude Era, which is something that I kind of sure. miss. That everybody misses. I mean, I get that we can't do it because we don't want to, you know, kill people. Right. But there were so many chair shots. And I actually mentioned the fact that the way you can get away with chair shots now is instead of, you know, grabbing the chair and beating someone over the head with it, you throw it at their face. Which yeah. I don't cool. know how that's Which is better. still kind of frowned upon. Because. Yes. Yeah. Because they don't do that in WWE, though. Because you no. can't it, looks, throw. it looks just as bad. Just to the back, though. And you can actually sell it. In my opinion, a little bit more. Right. I mean, it may be a little bit better for you technically, but it looks just as brutal as taking a chair shot to the face. The only so, thing I have against that is that throwing a chair can go very, very wrong. Yeah, and you're there less controlled. So many yeah. chair spots. No, it's so many. Oh, yeah. So many so chair many. spots to the point where I believe Deuce was just like, Where are the tables? Yeah. Where like, are the we tables? We need tables now. I mean, are we going to get tables? Because it was just. Yeah, it was like it was so much over the top ECW style that I was like, okay, if we're in the Hammerstein ball in your ballroom, excuse me, which is kind of like the ECW like home, okay, we're gonna see a bunch of shit, but you've got to light a table on fire. You have to. I mean, I'm sorry. Get that butane. You yeah, don't have to. But yeah, I understand your point. Get that butane. Light it up. Yeah, on some light wood. it up. And uh, grill yep. uh, I thought the match was really uh, good. <laughs> That's not to sincere. It was really good. Uh, I thought I thought the match was entertaining. It had a, a lot of spots that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not keeping that in. <laughs> it was very good, guys. I loved it. Uh, actually, we didn't. No, no surprises. We knew that they were going to retain, right? More or less. Uh, more yeah. or less. I mean, yeah. I didn't really see RPG Vice and Hiroki uh, uh, Goto. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I'm. It was still entertaining. I was, to watch. I was just happy to see someone like Trent Beretta, who I was a big. I've always been a big fan of, especially when he was in WWE and got the got the short end of the stick there. But you know, he's doing really well with Rocky Romero in Japan. Yep, he sure so is. So yep. I was happy to see both of them on the show. Yeah. 
Uh, it's always fun to watch Bully. I'm not. I, I'm more of a Briscoe fa- boys fan now than I was say two years ago. Them boys. Um, them boys. The whole time I was Haruki, like, them I'm boys, them boys. And I'm like, who the hell is them boys? Yeah. And I'm like, it's the Briscoes because they're my spirit animal. I love the Briscoes. He said that they, multiple times during the yeah, yeah, I was like, She wants boys, to make sure boys. they understand yeah. he's your spirit animal, his Patronus. <laughs> his Patronus, that's good. I don't know what that means. But <laughs> I do know that they were my spirit animal, so I was so excited during that match. Uh, would you guys uh, think about the – there was a lot of uh, 3D spots in this match. Yeah, there was. Oh, they had the was up. Well, it was supposed to be a headbutt, but I believe he did an elbow drop. Elbow drop instead, yeah. He did. Crotch, which was kind of cool. Different. He did way. every single, you know, come on now, guys. Let's be real. He did every single, you know, uh, Bubba Ray Dudley. Shh, bully. It's Bully. Bully. Excuse me. Bully, bully Ray, Ray TM. You know, he did all those spots. Come on. Yeah, like, he did, he did every did single the, the one. Which I ain't mad about. I ain't mad yeah. about it at all, but he did every single one. You know where spot. you're going to get when Bully Ray's in a match. You yeah. know exactly what you're going to get. But I think the a cool. A whole bunch of sexy, Sean? Question mark? That's one hell of a sexy I, man. I think what Deuce was trying to say earlier, uh, which I agree with, is it's great to have a, a the six-man tag match. It's because you can have a guy that's a veteran that's there to kind of elevate two other members. And even though the Briscoes have been around for a while, this kind of gives shines light on them in another way. Uh, and the bully Ray was able to kind of, you know, help, you know, mentor them, if you will. Uh, and that uh, makes sense. Yeah. And I kind of like that uh, when it comes to the six man tag match and, and you get to have some cool experiments too. Cause like, for example, I mean, you got RPG vice with uh, Hiroki Goto, uh, who, you know, known in um, new Japan for wrestling and, and the fact that he's able to kind of have fun and, you know, come over and it's the war of the world. So like we said, it's that common theme with new Japan pro wrestling and uh, ring of honor. And it was a good match. It was fun. A lot of chair shots. Uh, we did get to see a table. and uh, But it wasn't on fire. So it wasn't on fire, so it doesn't I matter. I you, were, you were. I was you were super pissed. He was pissed. Because I thought that thing was going to get lit on fire. But the like, match was good overall. It was. It was I was a man. Solid match. I'll tell you what. Next pay-per-view, I'll bring a table. Oh, shit. I'll bring him a lighter. Oh, yeah. I'll bring the, the, but- the butane. We'll set it up in your backyard next to the lake. I will power bomb your ass through it, no problem. <laughs> yep. You'll be a happy man. Or I'll power bomb your ass. I can just yeah, bring I'm a green screen. Bottom heavy. Green and screen. then we can do a it. A green screen, put it behind your table, and we'll just pretend your table's on fire. There we go. It's okay. totally worth it. That works. And then no one is injured. Yeah, yeah, truth. You do it right, it'll be all right. What's so, the next match next on the card, match. Deuce? Good job. The Johnny. next match on the card is. Let's see here. The Hiroshima Tana, I'm butchering this. I Tanahashi. Let's say Tanahashi. Tanahashi versus Adam Cole. Baby. baby. Adam Cole, baby. Now, there's um, the match itself, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I just didn't care much for it. I didn't I, care I, much I, for gotta it. Make, so I have to admit something right now. I missed a couple of matches. I had to run out for a little bit. No, that was the match you had to miss. But the ending, went, let's out. talk about the yeah. ending, though. The ending it's, was more I, important I than the actual match. The ending yeah, the, for the him. The biggest thing that came out that of the happened match. in that match was the... And Brian's we're boy. Say this in air quotes. What was the term? Uh, it, the term was the curtain call because they said it like 15 times. But who showed up? Or Brian's boy showed up on screen. Kenny... Oh, 
Mega in the middle of the match. He did. No. The lights went out. Well, I thought the lights went out. It was the end because the match yeah, hadn't the match ended. Was already over. Oh, match was oh, already over. Oh, I, I thought, thought it wasn't. The lights no, went out, match though. Was li- match was done. Adam Cole lost to Tanahashi. Yeah. Lights went out. Lights uh, went out. Lights went out. Video played. Kenny Omega starts talking about how he's disappointed in the Young Bucks because they're hugging Adam Cole, who guy just too much prior tried to fire them from the Bullet Club. Right. Exactly. And he goes, he's like, unfortunately, Adam, it's like, you know, your career, you did a great career here, Ring of Honor, blah, 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 but you're fired. And next thing you know, we have the lights come back on. We have the Young Bucks in, in opposite corners of each other and the newest member of the Bullet Club, the villain, Marty Skrull, shows up and they just lay out Adam Cole like nobody's business. Baby. And introduced the newest member I- item that they need to sell. The Bullet, Bullet Club, Club umbrella. umbrella. That was dope. I buy I, 17 of these. Those, those are amazing. amazing. Yeah. But I actually think this is going to be a long-term me- I think it's going to be a long-term gonna, member. Yeah, this isn't going to be like a two-week deal like yeah. uh, Kazarian. Kazarian. Uh, but great for Bullet Club. Great for great the Young edition. Bucks. Uh, and now we all rumored, you know, we kind of were seeing the writing on the wall. We think this is going to be the departure for Adam Cole to NXT, yeah. which uh, mm-hmm. could be interesting. Baby. Sorry. You to say baby. Baby. <laughs> baby. Uh, but that, I think it was interesting, too, to see that shift. Something exciting because the match itself was okay. But the very ending really, like, elevated that whole story. and yeah, uh, it brought everything full circle. Exactly. And we are seeing the exit of Adam Cole at a Ring of Honor. Baby. And the Bullet Club. Baby. What I'm excited for, if he does indeed go to NXT and gets that call up to WWE, I want to see him feud with the other baby on the roster, Heath Slater. Baby. He stole that from Adam Cole. He did, baby. Anyways, what's next on the card, Deuce? Well, I think we can skip two of these matches, and one was the ROH World Tag Team Championship, because we kind of spoiled the end of that, with the uh, Young Bucks. Yeah, the Young Bucks versus... In oh, Los the, Incord- the tag match. Yeah, yeah, the tag match, yeah. Because we kind of spoiled that, and we also kind of spoiled the uh, World Tag Team Championship match, the villain, Murray Scroll versus Matt Seidel, because, of course, he won to become the new member of the Bullet Club. Yeah, but that would mean he was just defending the title. We didn't know that was going to happen. We didn't. Right. We didn't. But – after everything else. People know Matt Seidel as yeah. Evan Bourne in WWE. Um and uh he, he's kinda he's kinda known for just doing independent spots for now for for uh Yeah, remember like I was saying to you guys earlier, he's in Ring of Honor now, but he's also in TNA. Yeah. At the same time feuding yeah. with I forget who he's feuding with there. But I watched it the last couple of weeks and he's been on both shows. So Yeah. Well, what's next, Deuce? Well the last match before the main event, which was Deuce Verk <laughs> Deuce versus alcoholism. Do you have this written down, no, first of all? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because there's no way he's going to remember all these. No, I, I did. I, I, and I think I won I don't want to be a naysayer. I think you lost that one. If not, it's a double count out. <laughs> yeah, double count out. I'll, 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 I'll take a double count out on that one. No, uh, no, There was no run-in. No decision. Unless it was by fireball. I mean, <laughs> No decision. <laughs> there was a run-in by fireball. I will take that. Uh, I feel like there was a run-in by me. <laughs> There was you're a run-in by Fireball. In the Fireball. Yeah. So. I brought some growlers. Yeah, Growlers. I kept asking him to do shots, so I feel like I so kind of interfered in this match. It was Brian slash Our fifth unof- hashtag Fireball. Hashtag, hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag fifth uh, unofficial fifth, fifth, fifth member. Unofficial. Yeah. Brian, yeah. 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 Brian, to be honest, it would have happened with, you, with or without you. True. But you That's help. very true. But hashtag YouTube. 
<laughs> Hashtag thanks. I'll save that for later. Hashtag eating chicken wings. <laughs> yep. Hashtag, Hashtag Florino. Florino. Holy shit. Eating pizza muffins <laughs> and chicken wings. He is nice. Actually, I did not it? notice. What it's one it o'clock. Right it's like one thirty, but you no are like technically one thirty. Yeah, one thirty. <laughs> I am officially seven hours deep, still <laughs> eating wings, <laughs> delicious wings, and awesome Thanks, pizza Florida, muffins. And well, so, uh, tell the sponsor. But the main event of the evening was the ROH World Championship, and it was the ROH World Champion Almighty. Christopher Daniels. The Fallen Angel. Versus the American Nightmare. Cody. Cody Rhodes. Cody. Versus Jay Lethal. How does he get a moniker? Dude. Jay Lethal he, is he, he Mr. Lethal nickname. He's property of Ring Lethal of Honor. Injection? <laughs> he doesn't have a <laughs> property of Ring of Honor. Why don't we Jay make, Lethal. Why don't we make something up for him? Well, it's Mr. Like, Ring of Honor, right? Yeah, I mean, pretty much, yeah. That, I mean, that's Mr. technically Roderick Strong. He's the new, the new, the new Ring of Honor. Yeah, because technically, Honor. Uh, or you call Rod, him Black Machismo because it's always yeah, that's true. He's Black to, Machismo. He used that's to do a black. He used to black like, Randy Savage for a while. Yeah. He had the, the hat voice, and everything. Did everything attire. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, it was like, it was cool. I've actually heard about that. Remember Randy Savage from the nineties with the flamboyant the, the, in the, the hat and stuff. Was Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal went did a gimmick. It was awesome. It was great. Black Machismo. Yeah, and uh, what'd you guys think of that match? I thought the Hence match. Hence the shirt I'm wearing. Hence the shirt you're wearing. Yes. Black Machismo. Y'all can see it. Wink, 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 wink. Um, wink. Overall thoughts on the match? Uh, all that match was awesome. Like. If you are in the main event, you've got to you got to pull out some stunts, right? Like you've got to go for broke. All three of those guys, in my opinion, went for broke. I thought the match was good. I don't think, like I said, I think it's hard to top the Jay White and Will Ospreay match. No, because that those kids was, were trying to kill themselves. That, I mean, that match, like those kids were trying to. This wasn't my favorite main TV. event I've ever seen with Ring of Honor, and and it, no, it, it, I don't think it was as good. As on an paper, outsider, it was fantastic on paper. Right, on paper. I, as an outsider, I have a question. Yes. Um, I have heard about and have witnessed just um, audience fatigue. Do you think that could have been what happened with this match? That the match was great. It was all the spots were good. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one missed their marks. The storytelling in the ring was great. But just after that match with White and Osprey, we were just fucking exhausted. Sure. Yeah. Do you think that could be a possibility right now? Because definitely, I feel like watching the match, I felt like it was great. Yep. I felt like it was amazing. I wanted to yell. I wanted to scream. But I was drained. And I may not be the only one out there, but I'm asking you guys right now what you guys think. It was definitely an uphill battle from that match. From Osprey and White, especially for the crowd, for us. I mean, it just they were they set the bar, and everybody else had to work to surpass it. And some did try to get as far as they could, but you know, as far as general excitement, yeah, we were toast. I mean, we there's we the human the human mind can only absorb so much awesomeness at one time. True. And I think we hit our every match was great. But that was the match. We hit our awesome limits. Yeah. Yeah. Our awesomeness level. That match, the breaking thing now. Way to go, Brian. All right. (laughs) That match set the bar for the night. 
And yes. like I said, every match was up after that was great, but it just wasn't on the same level. I mean, let, let's just talk about the three performers. I mean, they were all, you know, to use a phrase Brian used earlier, consummate professionals. I mean, they're sure. all really – I mean, they're all decorated champions, all of them, all three of them, and they've all come from different companies, uh, but they're all here together in Ring of Honor. I mean, Jay Lethal's one of the – I would consider the top five right now in the uh, in business right now. Yeah, the dude definitely. is just incredible, great on the mic, great in ring, just fantastic. Cody's really just breaking it on his own. You know, he's I mean going yeah, from actually today marks, if I'm not mistaken, his year. one year since he yeah. left WWE. To be able to go away from what he did in WWE to kind of make a name for himself and rebrand himself, amazing. And then, of course, you know, congrats to Christopher Daniels. I mean, he hadn't won the Ring of Honor Championship until 50th anniversary show in Las Vegas, and that that was a, a major momentous thing for him. Now, I think the only downside that I think all of us decided at the end was we, we wish that someone else could have taken the title away yeah, from Because Daniel already got his, like, all right, I can die tomorrow. I got my championship. But we need to kind of, and I think it would have been awesome to give Cody that that yeah, jump because he he ran into he he kind of did some run-ins and and, well, and we're at the Supercard Super of Honor, yeah, Supercard of Honor. He Against, ran in at the end of that match, yeah. and just beat the living daylights out of uh, Daniels. Yeah, so I would have loved to see Cody walk away with the title. But well, I guess we'll see what happens if they're just doing like a slow build, slow burn. I think there, there, there's there's definitely a, a a slow build for that feud between him and um, with Daniels and um, Rhodes, mm-hmm. and I think just Jay Lethal is also trying to finish off his feud with Rhodes. Sure. So I mean, it kind of made sense why that match happened. I do agree with Brian. I think the match was better than we thought it was because we, we were tired and exhausted yeah. and all that. It's actually a, probably a great match. I wouldn't consider it a six-star match, but I definitely no. consider I mean, it. Four, four. Yeah, it was a really yeah, great maybe. match. All yeah. three competitors did a fantastic job, but we were just kind of burned out towards the end. But no, no fault against the performers. They did a great job. I thought the pay-per-view overall was really solid. Uh, I think we gave reviews earlier. Um, you guys both, you and Deuce, uh, Sean, you and Deuce both gave it a 9 out of 10 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 9 out of 10. Out Brian, 10 what would you give it out of 10? I mean, in my personal experience regarding pay-per-views, uh, yeah, I mean, a solid 9, you know. It was just, it was fun. It was fun, I yeah. brought someone with me that has never watched wrestling before. She enjoyed it. I have only watched um, a couple Japanese pay-per-views and mostly WWE pay-per-views. And I loved it because there was just, I mean, pardon my French, there was no fucking around. It was yeah. just proper way bam, to use that, match, by match, the way. Match, bam, match, 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 bam, match, match, bam, match. And all the matches were solid. There wasn't any match where I was like, ugh, oh my God, just fucking be over with it. Let's get done. Like every match was exceptional. Uh, is it unfortunate that, you know, White and Osprey just kind of went above and beyond? Is that their fault? Is it Booking's fault for putting them where they put them? I, you know, I'm not here to debate that right now. They just put Yo, on a clinic, freaking clinic of just what you want to watch. Where just people that don't even give a shit about wrestling were just like, oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, absolutely. Is he alive? And that's the kind of stuff you want to watch. And I mean, they both left battered and bruised and everything after that was still good, but to live up to what they did, it just, I mean, it happens. There are lots of pay-per-views where we have matches that aren't the main event or close to the main event where you're just 
Ugh. Drained. A good yeah. example would be um, WrestleMania Rock versus Hogan. No one expected that. No, no, no one expected that. And to be honest, that was probably one of the in ring action. One of the yeah, matches on the card. But the crowd, but the crowd is gave what made that match so much, and they were just done. Yeah. After that, they were done, and there were better matches. After that, we can all agree with that. But they just gave so much, and I feel like uh, being part of the crowd and watching this live, that's how I felt. I just. After that match, I was like, wow, I'm watching amazing things, but I'm just, I need a breather. I need another beer. I need to eat some more Floridino's uh, pizza rolls. Or no, pizza muffins. Pizza muffins. Pizza muffins. Pizza muffins. Oh, my God, don't stab me. Uh, and some wings. And I just, uh, but I enjoyed every second of it. It was great, especially with you guys. Because you guys Aww. are teaching me the ropes. Yeah. Literally See, and figuratively, I like it. Wait, no more figuratively. <laughs> that's what I love about in a professional ring, wrestling. There's a little bit of something yeah. for, out there for everybody. There is. I mean, you don't have to succumb to the WWE machine. There's companies like Ring of Honor. Unfortunately, there's companies like TNA, which is just <laughs> on, on uh, imp- fire It's right called now. Impact now, I believe. Whatever. <laughs> um... It's, it's called it's a it's a an audience track where people are just staring at there because they're at Universal going what is this a ride or a show I don't know what the hell's going on they here. still film every Universal they do yes. it's all free no one yeah. um yeah. they do but, but then but, you got places like Japan Mexico and stuff which CMLL because of New Japan Ring of Honor you get to experience that stuff same thing with even with TNA they have an agreement with with uh, some of the Mexican companies and stuff so you get some of the Mexican guys there too so this would the what I it's it not the same like it was 20 years ago where it was just you had WWE you had WCW and you had ECW coming up on everybody's heels and two three years after all that happened it was just WWE right Ring of Honor was just started I mean I would agree like that's one thing that I never had any frame of reference to like I said I was like a mainstream dude and I was also a homer so WWF back in the day was what I watched. So I never watched WCW because they were the enemy. And, uh, they, you know, obviously now as an adult, I'm like, that's dumb. <laughs> I could have watched some awesome wrestling. There was some but I was, wrestling I was like too. 11 years old. I didn't give a shit. I was like, no, my guys are on WWF and, you know, screw WCW. But now, uh, I like you know, I got a little yeah. bit older and uh, <laughs> you would have, you weirdo. <laughs> and um, Hashtag them boys. Yeah. And... <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> and um, I've been watching wrestling again for the last like uh, seven or eight months, and I didn't realize how big the uh, outside world was regarding like I, I was like most Americans. They think the WWE is the end all be. It's like the NFL, but you don't really think about the Canadian Football League. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good reference, like well, but no, I know what you mean, like because, arena football and all that stuff. Because yeah. an arena football, yeah, yeah. but. This is similar, but a lot more important. Sure, I agree. Because yeah. the WWE is getting all of their stars, like literally anyone that's headlining right now, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, uh, Finn Balor, uh, Shinsuke, all these guys are guys that were at one of these other promotions sure. a year or two ago. Right. So that's kind of amazing and awesome. Yeah, absolutely. But also I want to add – to what you were saying there were some people i thought would be here tonight that were like hey i'm only coming out for roh if we're going to it live or like they had they didn't want anything to do with pay-per-view and i'm like hey you guys are wrestling fans you need to try this and they were like nah i'm good so 
I agree with what you're saying. Like, there's a this is a whole nother level of wrestling that people aren't touching that should. should. Like, like, if you're a fan of WWE and if you're a wrestling fan, you need to get on this ROH bandwagon. In my personal opinion, I think it's some of the best wrestling that's going today. I so. agree. It's excellent. 100%. We all love it. We all had a great time tonight. So thank you all who came out to join us at the Happy Hour Studio South and uh, to those who uh, joined us as well tonight. And uh, Brian, our unofficial fifth member, our unofficial fourth member, uh, Sean. So, Brian, what do you have? To, I totally screwed that up, didn't I? Because <laughs> you're still eating. And I mean, you're fine. It doesn't matter. You're the editor. You can screw up whatever you want. I can screw up whatever I want. <laughs> of course, thank you to Brian. You are a great guy. You, all right. You, 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 we both wore V-necks, which is awesome, tonight. Which we is, did match. We both have great hair and great beards. We so. do. And uh, you're a caring guy. And we love to being around you because you're very charismatic and very fun to be around Shut and up. so you added a lot to being here tonight we really we appreciate you coming well thank up. you and I will be on anytime you guys allow me to because I love to talk yes we love to talk Sean Cook yes, Grapple Maniacs unofficial fourth member yes uh, thank you so much for joining Absolutely. us tonight you know anytime you need me I'm here yes and, and also before you continue I just want to say uh, thanks uh, to Brian for not dropping the hammer on the TV tonight that was that was fantastic. Your penis. Oh, true. <laughs> People don't know that's what I call it. Yes. So, Deuce, anything else you want to add tonight before we wrap her up? Number one, I want to big give a big shout out to Floridino's Italian Kitchen. I am literally still eating still, their food. Yes, Brian is like, still eating. I am not. This is not a joke. Is, we can take a picture right now of him. Yeah, he's still a, eating a, the a wings wing that we got tonight full from of Floridino's. And I still have pizza muffins. <laughs> It's so good. You need to try them. There's three locations here in the Polk County area. You need to try it. Also, I want to give out a big shout-out to Bailey Vay Cosplay because she was out tonight. And and her awesome boyfriend, Joseph Craft HD. You can find him on the Twitch machine. And uh, No, no, you got it, buddy. You got it. And like My I said, girl, Amanda Palmer, who's asleep on the couch waiting for me. Amanda Palmer. Yep. And While we all do the rest of our shit. And all uh, she's awesome. Thank you for joining us. She deserves tonight. a shout out. I mean, she does deserve yeah, a shout she out. Does. Amanda Palmer Bailey is awesome. And Joseph are both gone. They're asleep. Yep. She's sitting on a couch waiting for me to finish. Hashtag. So she deserves a shout out. Hashtag Hufflepuff's rule. So hashtag yeah. wrap it up. Hashtag Floridino's Italian kitchen. And of course, when you're talking about the happy hour with Johnny Deuce. Hey, Deuce, before we leave though, what was the website again? Don't do oh. it. <laughs> It's just FloridinosItalianKitchen.com. There you go, Sean. And, of course, when you're talking about the happy hour with Johnny Deuce, there's not one, not two, but three hashtags you do want to put in your social media of choice. And that is hashtag happy hour podcast, hashtag HH podcast show, and hashtag deuces on loose. Later. See ya.